This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. This, this is where he was taken. I wouldn't step over that line if I were you. You think little John was carried away because he attempted to cross that line? Yeah, it makes sense. The doors were out checking the line to see if anyone was coming or going when they disappeared. What exactly took little John? We didn't get a good look. Some manner of beast with wings. That sounds a lot like the monster that attacked me in New York. And the monster you're going to marry? You're going to marry someone? Well, did you just miss the part where I said monster? from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast where we don't care if the Lollipop Guild is protecting her. We're going to talk about ABC's hit series Once Upon a Time. How you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm fantastic. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm representing the Lollipop Guild. Yeah, I was trying to think of something. I'm not good on my feet. <laughs> I hadn't read ahead. Trying to find some... Uh, we represent... Yeah, that's really where I was going to go, yeah. Well, we have to sing, you know, so I mean... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But I, I guess, you know, before I'm we get... let it go. <laughs> let, let it go. go. I da, da. let it go on like the last four podcasts. There's a baby inside snow. Let uh, it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get started in discussing uh, this week's episode, Witch Hunt, uh, we'd like to announce the winner of our little uh, contest we ran last <laughs> week. Wait. We should probably explain what the contest was. Oh. The contest... You said announce, so I got excited. Okay, our buddy Anthony, uh, he, he's done a bunch of uh, once-themed tea blends over at Adiago Teas. Are you, are they... I have no idea. Yeah, I think that's it. But uh, we'll have the link in the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But he did a special Wicked blend uh, for this week's uh, – for, you know, well, the w- Wicked Witch is oh, in the show, if, if you weren't aware. In case you and, didn't actually watch the show uh-huh. or any promotions over the past three months, <laughs> the Wicked Witch is on the show now. And we have a tea for her. And uh, we, we ran a little contest last week where you guys went out and, uh, you know, you posted about uh, our show, Greetings from Storybrooke, out on social media and all around the web and stuff. You sent us the link. You got entered into the contest. We got a bunch of entries. Not and- as many as I expected. But enough. But enough. But enough. Still not as many as I expected. (laughs) I thought our listeners were a little more... Tea-friendly? I I think our listeners just hate tea. They just hate tea? That's just mean. They hate tea. The tea is really good. That's un-American. I mean, I don't know. Actually, it's (laughs) un-British. Well, tea party and Boston Uh, Tea Party, all that. Yeah, but they threw it in in the... Because of it, it, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll anyway. say okay. Stay tuned after the end music for a history lesson <laughs> on the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> uh, but before we give out the prize, I figured it would be a good idea. We're going to be drinking uh, the new Wicked Blend. We haven't tried it yet. This is our first try. Yeah, Anthony, our second sent, brew, but our first try. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. first one got a little cold on us. Yeah, she brewed it, and I I still had a bunch of work to do and uh, the notes. And everything, yes. So, it took so okay, we'll go ahead and take so a sip. Our maiden now. voyage into the Wicked Tea. Whoops. Try it out. It smells like a tag, not a tag along, a uh, thin mint. Oh, that is good. 
and it tastes like a thin mint. Please don't be mm-hmm. offended. I don't like thin mint. I love thin mints, well, which is why I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's kind of like a... It's light. It's very light. It's pepperminty. Um, it's minty. I knew it was going to be minty, but... Let's see uh, what, what what's all in this. Uh uh, there, there. Yeah, you can definitely taste some chocolate in it, and uh, you know, so some mint, green leaf, and that leaf, and that would explain the uh, green, the thin mint uh, flavor. Oh no, I completely, yeah, like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just don't like thin mints. But yeah, very good, uh, good job good, again, Anthony. Uh, very well blended. Yeah, because we've had what we've had. What now? We've had the Neil blend. We've had the hook Neil, blend. Hook Emma. I've had Gerhardt. You couldn't have that because it has cloves in it. Yeah, and, and I'm will allergic kill you. to cloves. Um, yeah. Okay. Drum roll, please. Oh, I'm drum rolling. Drum roll. The winner of a free bag of uh, Wicked Tea is Holly Mac 79 a longtime Woo! listener and a uh, many-time writer, too. Uh, thank you, Holly, for, uh, thank sh- you. for sharing the show over on your Tumblr at hollymac79.tumblr.com. And uh, we've already been in touch via email. Uh, we're hooking her up with Aunt Anthony to get the free tea. Okay, so uh, that's all the business we have up here up front. So let's go ahead and Dude, get... there's a River Song tea on here. Sorry. Distracted. <laughs> I clicked on the that's tea right. things. There's, there's, there's Rory. Okay, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm shutting the tea window. No Doctor Who until the fall. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and get started talking about this week's episode. Anne-Marie, if you want to go ahead with the summary. Bear with me. Everybody's back in Storybrooke now. They remember when. They just aren't sure how. Swan and Regina cook up a ruse, one which they hope will tell them who's cast the new curse and return them to Earth. Zelina's going to help Snow to give birth. Is the witch the queen's sister or is it a clever front? Give Rumpel some food and enjoy this witch hunt. Very nice, Amory. I, I know you were a little worried about that one line with like the enjambment in there. You did a great job. I'd like to compliment you. Thanks. I actually had to add a word at one point because it just wasn't going to work. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I do the first draft. You do the final. That's how we do these episode summaries. But overall, what did you think of the episode this week? Um, it was amazing. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty much, it was pretty much amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, ha- I have some quibbles with it. There's always a quibble. Yeah, a quibble and a quabble. A quibble, quabble. We'll discuss them later. <laughs> <laughs> a triple a triple um but yeah yeah overall it was really really good and uh you know th- this i and we're drinking the wicked tea this week instead of last because of it this was the first really big wicked right. witch episode right this was wicked yeah, it, uh, wicked wow uh, not the way i was going <laughs> the way i went right i uh, know but i really loved her storybook persona it reminded me of like a kindergarten teacher who's dressed up for halloween or something like it, uh, in the fall i think maybe maybe it just reminded me of my my kindergarten or first grade teacher actually uh mrs rupert did she wear a giant emerald around her neck that looked like it could kill someone yes oh well, she then. wore a big brooch thing and she also had curly red hair uh, <laughs> wore those sweaters the all the Sweaters, time. the big long hippie skirts. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Nice. One of my sorority sisters, well, a couple of my sorority sisters, used to wear those mm-hmm. types of skirts. But I, I, I really liked her, her in Storybrooke. I really liked her cover story because there's a bunch of characters like that. That's the rabble. Those are the people who are carrying the pitchforks right, and stuff when we get right. those scenes. She's like, oh, I'm no one. Yeah, and I, I also thought it was interesting that, and in, we'll get into talking a bit more about the revelations with the Wicked Witch uh, down uh, later uh, in our conversation. But I. I really liked uh, the whole snow as fairy tale land celebrity angle, especially since she was a princess. But I mean, especially since uh, Jennifer Goodwin is is not is known for showing up in you know the the Jezebels and the Perez Hiltons and the. 
a bit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she's not like I, I don't know, not in a bad way, but she's always they always have also, pictures. Also, Jezebel, of them. really? <laughs> yeah, really. Let's try People or Vogue. Uh, they, no? that, that's last so last century, Emory. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jezebel's really 2014. But, you know, it almost struck me as kind of just like a little reference to that, too, because they, they've been in a lot, especially since the whole engagement, oh, ba- baby, et cetera, et cetera. Baby. They, they've been a hot celebrity couple. So Absolutely. She, so I'm sure uh, Jennifer <laughs> knows how that is. But I also I wonder why she's trying to cuddle up the snow as far as the baby's concerned. Maybe the baby's a, a new version of the savior. Or like Maybe. a Savior 2.0? Savior 2.0. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously the witch needs her for needs something. the kid for something. Right. The Whatever Zelina, Zelina, Zazu is trying to do there, <laughs> she needs that baby. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe it has something to do with like a blood uh, blood, uh, magic, blood magic blood lock uh, like like we see later in this episode, which I have have a some comments on. on. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, one theory, like out of left field theory, that okay. almost seemed plausible to okay. me was that maybe you know in their time in fairy tale land uh, before we get back to storybrooke uh-huh. uh regina and robin kind of fall in love and regina gets pregnant and as part of the curse the wicked witch decides to take regina's baby and put it in snow just to dig the knife a little deeper Jeez. as far as like well she obviously after this episode she obviously has it out for regina in a big way so yeah, but, that uh, to take your baby and put it into your former uh, worst enemy that i mean that would be yeah they that that would be wicked. I, I would definitely say. I don't. Does I, I don't know if she has the power to. I mean, to extract a fetus. Well, if you and if you can ex- in someone else, we're really talking about moving fetuses here. If if you can extract an entire kingdom to a different realm. No, no, the fetus moving is harder for me to accept. <laughs> I can ex- really? yes, I can accept you moving worlds all over the place. See, and the really weird thing, the thing about that is, uh, theoretically. You could probably actually do the fetus moving thing. And it still creeps me the yeah. out. And it would be very dangerous. And bloody. And, yeah. I don't do blood. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my point here is nowhere near as exciting as your point. I've noticed none of my points are nearly as exciting as his points this week. That's fine. Your, your, your conversation about my points was just as exciting as any of the actual points so far. So far. So far. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. The Merry Men. They stole the bow, bow from the store because they said the owner looked rich. Who's the owner? Because Rumple was in a cage. Mm-hmm. Who's taking over the store? Because it surely wasn't grumpy because he was out running around telling everybody everybody's business. Well, do you think it was necessarily had to be Rumple Shop? Because it was a modern bow, right? And isn't Rumple Shop filled with uh, old stuff? Old stuff. Well, we don't know that store then. And I yeah. feel like we would know it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the hunting store? I, I feel like it would have been maybe, uh, no, never mind. Never mind. It's a bad, bad idea. Bad um, idea? Sure, it's a bad idea. <laughs> no, no, because it, it's that bad. It's that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know, but I, I really liked, uh, they, they very much, uh, when Little John was talking about yeah. stealing it and everything, it was very much the ethos of Robin Hood and his merry men. Uh-huh. You know, we, we got to eat. <laughs> we got to eat. We're poor in this world. Mm-hmm. We're poor in the other world, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, and I, I really get the feeling that, that Emma shows up in Storybrooke like, Within like a day of them getting back, you know. I think it had – well, what, okay. See, that, again, timelines. It's always mm-hmm. my issue because when the, she first goes to the apartment and they're like, Emma, like completely confused. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they said, we just said goodbye to you yesterday. Okay, so it would have been like a day. But in this episode, they said something about a couple of days. She obviously hasn't been there a couple of days. Well, she got there at night, though. So the next day, I guess that would... I don't know. It's still, it was a little You know what? Some, something about timelines that I thought was interesting, too. They're I, evil? I, well, I kind of got the impression <laughs> in this episode that uh, the Wicked Witch got to fairy tale land or was brought there when everyone else was brought back or thereabouts. Like, real – because, you know, she, she I was – I think she went by choice. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that that's a possibility, you know, I, that she got pulled there as well. I mean, that's a possibility. She probably came under her own power. Uh, but I, I'm just saying that I, it seems like she arrived there a lot closer to the time that everyone else came back from Storybrooke than I thought from last week's episode. Last week's episode, I thought oh. she had been there oh. for a long time. I see what you mean. Yeah. Got yeah, you. that's my main point. Is oh, that, no, no, no. That, I, I was mm-hmm. going the other way. Yeah, I figured she had been there, you know, basically since Neil left or something like no, that. She obviously got there like yeah, that day. Yeah, that day or the day. Be- long she enough, had just gotten long to the to jewels have, and the clothes. Yeah, but long enough to have threatened uh, Aurora and Philip. <laughs> and that's well, what, she's scary. Yeah. But they might have known her from something else. This is true. We we don't know what we they've been no doing. We have no idea what's been going on. Yeah, we get a peek in on them every like six months or something. No, next time there'll be a baby. Um, no, I thought you I wonder meant- if they're in Storybrooke. If they are, they're hiding. Wow, that was a long pause. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was very long pause. But yeah, we haven't seen them yet. And obvi- obviously, uh, Mulan must have gotten split up with the Merry well, Men somewhere along the way. Mulan got a new show. Yeah, yeah, that's Mulan probably more it. And the creators have basically said, well, mm-hmm. she's pretty much out until. Speaking of people with new shows oh. uh, who disappeared from this show, uh, do, do we have a note about that character this week? Um, I, I didn't put one. I don't think I put Red came back this Red week. Red came back. Which was really cool. We both we got to see her both in flashback and and you know Modern. With lo- longer scenes too and in the diner well like i said they're making up for lost time yeah well i mean in a two it's longer in comparison to last week where she was just like a background character right she just showed <laughs> up for filming one day put on the costume yeah that was it but it was definitely nice to see her back yeah it's nice that we have her back mm-hmm. they needed that i mean who's gonna watch henry yeah. Somebody has to babysit Henry, <laughs> even though he's been like living well, in New York and all cool by himself now. Well, you know, it could be Neil, but we haven't seen Neil yet. And I think I know why. We have why. theories on that. Yes. Yes, we do. Is that where we're at? Yes, that, that is exactly where we're at. Okay, talk about it. Okay, uh, basically, I think that Neil might be behind the entire new curse. Here's why. One, he hasn't been seen in Storybrooke at all. They're just supposing in this episode that he was monkified. And uh, but he, no one's seen him since they got back. And uh, you know, as we see, and we'll discuss a little bit later at the end of the episode, Rumple's back. And the last thing we knew about Neil was he was going off to try and find Rumple and save Rumple, right? Right. And uh, then, in addition, uh, he has a really good motivation. Uh, he wants to save Emma and Henry, right. and casting a huge curse that infects an, an entire kingdom is is you know genetic. <laughs> for Neil, kind of, yeah. uh, so so you know, and he also had that line last week where what am I going to have to do? Yeah, I don't care if cast I have to curse, curse. right? Yeah. Um, I uh, would, so I, I'm thinking he he was either involved in the curse or uh, intimately will, involved, or he was used as a method to right. cast the curse. I would like to swap my D for my F for continuality. Okay. Um, because it, it goes off of that. 
<clears throat> this is why I like you putting your points in first. Um, <laughs> Hook got a note saying to go get Emma and he, with a bottle of memory potion. Mm-hmm. Two people can make memory potion or know how to make memory potion. That we've seen. That we've seen. Mm-hmm. Rumple mm-hmm. and Blue. Mm-hmm. Because Blue made the stuff that brought back. Actually, I don't even know if Rumple can do it. We've only seen it come from Blue. No, they don't. Nope. I thought Rumple did it for Belle. No. Blue, um, Grumpy gave him some because Grumpy had Blue make it for the one dwarf mm-hmm. who lost his memory. And he had Blue make another batch for Belle because we didn't want her to go under the curse as Lacey. Ah. I rewatched that episode on the plane. That's like the only scene I saw on the plane. <laughs> oh, speaking of the plane, how was your trip to Portland? We forgot to uh, mention that at the top of the show. Every, a lot of it people- was delicious. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There was a lot of food. It was uh, a food conference. Fancy, dancy food there and stuff. It right? was. It was very mm. fancy. It was fun. I liked it. That's good. As I- my son says, I went to a lot of parties. <laughs> really, I just ate my way through Portland. How many donuts can you eat? The mm. answer is like 17. Yeah, but I, I, I'm definitely guessing uh, no matter uh, – also glad to hear you had a good time. Uh, but uh, back to, back back, to back, the show. Back, bring it back now. Bring it back. Back to the matter at hand. Uh, no, I definitely think Blue was involved somehow. Some way. I could see Blue going off with Belle and Neil to do this type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Because she knows the she knows how all this stuff works. We haven't seen Blue yet either, have nope. we? In story Blue, Brooke. Ariel, um, Tink. Tink. These are the missing persons. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little scared if they turned into monkeys <laughs> and were slapping people with their tails. Well, you you don't really want a flying monkey with the powers of the blue of fairy. Blue fairy. No. <laughs> that that seems no. like a bad idea. Also, whatever happened to the black fairy's wand? Who should ha- who is in possession of that? Um, or was? I'm trying to remember now. What was it Rumple who had it? I think so. I'd have to go back and rewatch. I have to go back. If anyone knows out there, you can write us uh, greetings from storybrook at gmail dot com and uh, let us know because now now we're it's going to drive us crazy and we're probably not going to end up going back to because watch it you because know we're going to forget right. So <laughs> if you can and it's, just, and it's already else, Tuesday, so we've got Wonderland in two days. Yeah. So we're, if nothing else, just email us and uh, remind us yeah, uh, that we yes, want to look that up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because well, if things went back to where they belonged, if everything went back to where it belonged, mm-hmm. um, first of all, Hook should have gone to Neverland, but that's yeah. besides the point. Well, he he didn't come from Neverland. Uh, he he just okay. Well, then he should have gone to the Jolly Rock. He lived there for a while, right? But um, where was I going? Oh, the Black Fairy's wand is probably in wherever its hiding place was in the Enchanted Forest, mm-hmm. which is probably in that something. It's it's like that a flower, big thing where all the fairies live right. that we saw last uh, half season. Right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> Point <laughs> okay. over. Point done. Oh no, but we uh, we did get to see a lot of uh, Regina and Robin Hood's uh, budding relationship uh, in this episode. I love that they're playing this out. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She saved his the most adorable baby ever. Yeah, it's not a baby. But. That's definitely when you when you see kind of kind of uh, Robin's right. interest get piqued is when he she jumps out and uh, saves his his uh, son and then. Uh, Takes the uh, is everything okay? Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. I, I saw might something I've never in here. seen before. I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> no, but uh, and, and gives his son the transformed uh, monkey that's now a Stuff plush monkey. monkey. Was really cute. Too. Although, yeah, I, I really hope that monkey wasn't anybody important before. Uh, <clears throat> you know, point of order: are, are all of the flying monkeys previously people, or is it just the new the people that in story? I think they're Brooke? all people. 
You think so? I think they're all people. Also, second point of order. Yes. Uh, what's his name? The the guy who got turned into monkey this episode, Big John or Little John? Little John. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the little opposite. John, not Big John. The opposite of Big John. Um, but Little John ha- had way more body mass than uh, the monkey did. So I'm wondering where if there's just like a pile of like fat like laying there, like the excess body mass. Because where'd it go, right? Law- laws of physics. Dude, he turned into a, mon- a flying monkey. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I should uh, yeah. have, have, have a little bit more of suspension. <laughs> right. Suspension to sleep. But I would just like to go, where's the giant? The giant. Another one of our missing persons. I don't know. He's been missing for know. a while, though. But also, uh, we do get to learn in this episode the fate of Maid Marian, oh, uh, which you know we saw in before Robin Hood got his cosmetic surgery, uh, <laughs> and uh, she was the about to have girl? the kid, and then she was just dead uh, when he showed back up at the beginning of this season. And it turns Apparently out that she couldn't get plastic surgery. <laughs> but it, it turned, or they wanted her, him with Regina. But it, it, as it turned out, uh, Robin messed up and put her in harm's way, and yeah, she died. I, I, I'd like to see that story at some point. Though, we'll see that story. We, we, yeah, it seems That's pretty a, important. Yeah, that was a vital story. But so far, really digging the dynamic, digging mm-hmm. uh, Regina's call into the Robin Hood suicide hotline there. <laughs> <laughs> wow well yeah i wow. mean that's basically what it was you have other options <laughs> it's okay something to live people for. care about you right uh, <clears throat> 1-800-ROBIN-HOOD um wow <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> so who re- raised Zelina? i don't know that i guess it really depends on who daddy is yeah who, who daddy, daddy is. is like i would assume since cora and uh rumpel were uh very intimate, intimate. uh that it, it would probably be rumpel plus the weird skin condition and everything what she didn't have in storybrook mm-hmm. but then again he doesn't really have his skin condition, as you put it, in Storybrooke either. Now, but, I mean, she doesn't either. That's so. what I said. That yeah. was what's prompted the statement. <laughs> Sorry, I was put writing down a note the down. marker. I was writing a note, note down for later. Sue me. Um, but I don't see him as raising her. Oh, definitely not. Definitely like, not. Was she raised by the Lollipop Guild? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to. Trying to remember back to the original stories, who the witches were. I, I believe the witches were raised, but maybe it might have been the Winkies. The Winky. You need to catch up on your Oz lore, my friend. I knew it when I was in fifth grade. I'm going to look it up so I get it right because I'm afraid of our listeners. You're afraid of our (laughs) listeners? I'm not afraid of them. I love them. Yeah. uh, The Winkies were enslaved. Okay. The Winkies were enslaved for many years by the Wicked Witch of the West who made them work hard and treated them cruelly. Okay. I don't think they raised her. Well, I'm I'm guessing guessing maybe the Flying Monkeys or, or former Winkies. I, I think that would be reasonable. And yeah, they do appear in the classic MGM field. They're the they're with the green skin and the big Cossack hats, if you remember ah. them. I, I'm trying to remember who, who uh, raised them, though. Who, who, who raised the Wicked Witch? Who raised the Wicked Witch of the West? And obviously, they're already going in so many different directions from various uh, interpretations that it could be just about anything. Yeah, it really could. And it's not coming up... Uh, 
Okay, so yeah, it's not coming up quickly. So <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody else do it. Okay, so do you think that Zelina is actually Regina's sister? I don't. I don't. I think it's a total fake out. I do too. Both by the writers on us because we're expecting it now from once. Yes, because first rule of once, everyone's related. And by the witch because somehow she found out about Cora and Rumple's past dealings and knew it would be a sore point for Regina for whatever she's going. F- after Regina Ford. Right. And she obviously um, blood magic from the blood that the monkey stole. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. That, that's the thing I that really the made me doubt it. I like forgot about that. Yeah. Because uh, the monkey took the blood from Regina right. in our first uh, in year, past year flashback uh, last episode. And so that's obviously how she got into the room and everything. All the rooms. All the rooms. Well, I think it was the crypt mainly that was protected by the blood magic. Well, so was the office. Was it? She shouldn't have oh, been Oh, yeah, able to the get office out. back in Storybrooke. Right. Yeah, but and then uh, very convenient to say it's because I'm your sister. Right. Uh, well, that's easy. And it was a perfect explanation. Mm-hmm. And pl- plus it gives the Wicked Witch some cards left in her hand and, uh, you know, sends Regina down a different road. Right. Which is uh, it yellow brick? <laughs> the purple brick road. Oh, purple. The purple brick road. Um, this purple is brick you. Road. I know. Ha ha. Rumple's back. <laughs> and this is the most manic that was version the cr- of the dark one I've ever seen. Like he's he's hanging by a thread. See, that was my my note to myself was who is this? Like mm. what Rumple is this? Well, see, he, it's very much. The, the type the of rumple we saw uh, between the time Bay got transported uh, to our world and uh, probably around the time you met Belle, like somewhere in between there, that's, that's the kind of dark one we have here. But he doesn't have... He he doesn't have the style that one had. Like no. he's just like crazy and ah, huh. right. And yeah, his, you know the, his, the quote. His peach fuzz. Yeah, he's very fuzzy. But I really liked it though. It's it, again Robert Car- Carlyle is the you number one reason. The madness to, and it feeds you. Which what you does the, the what do you no think idea. that means? I don't really know. I've been thinking. I mean, I just have been like stewing over it for two mm-hmm. days, and I just I can't quite figure it out. Yeah, and uh, the exact line is, "You feed the madness as it, madness, and it feeds on you." Uh-huh. And uh, I, I'm thinking what that means is that the wicked witch thinks uh, he she has Rumple under her thumb to really do whatever, and it's the other way around. Like uh, she's her, doing exactly what he wants. Exactly, exactly. I, I, we, we, Rumple's always a guy who has plans inside plans inside other plans, and this is obviously just another ruse. But because he's not exactly lucid right now. Now, right. she's coming through as a crazy you feed the madness in the yeah, yeah like that that's my my guess at this point it could be something completely different maybe he's uh just crazy he's gonna start eating crazy people to get more crazy to increase his crazy okay. like the indians did with hearts okay okay enough <laughs> enough with the hearts enough with the hearts people never enough with the hearts never enough with the hearts um Sorry, this um, this actually probably could have been brought up a few minutes ago, but how Regina comes back from her suicide hotline mm-hmm. um, when – I can't believe I just said that because <laughs> um, Robin Hood tells her you need something to live for and then she has her interaction with uh, the Wicked Witch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, aha, I have something to live for, something I haven't had in a long time. He's like, what? Someone to destroy. I was like, that's – so creepy, but perfect all at the same time. Oh yeah, that w- it, w- it was definitely uh, a-, a return to form for her yes. because she f- 
she can't go after Snow and Charming anymore because I don't think she even wants to. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that, she, she's cool. That whole thing is over. They've kind of squared off and settled everything, and she's even she was even planning on helping them before she went out just to do the right thing or whatever but now she has someone she can really dig into and that's that's when she has fun (laughs) right who do you think's more powerful this isn't on there do you think um obviously rumple is like extreme power Mm because dark one yeah but is wicked witch or regina more powerful my because they're both trained by the same person yeah but pretty much established my inclination right now would be to go with the wicked witch just because she was able to like take that pin with the potion uh away from regina and i kind of get the drop on her a little bit so at least if even if she's not more powerful than regina she at least has the advantage of surprise okay at this point uh but you know if i if i was going to lean either way i would say the wicked witch also just because that's going to be more interesting right right if, uh, <laughs> the witch is uh more powerful than the queen sure. so, just just throwing that out there okay uh, just a little thing that i i noticed and loved <laughs> grumpy the town gossip Probably the best thing ever. Yeah. You guys will never guess what happened. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Both both in the uh, the town hall scene, yeah, where he was like trying to rile up the crowd, and then when he runs in, I as part of uh, and we should probably talk about this too. Uh, uh, Emma and Regina's uh, double cross, the, double the cross, double cross, double cross. Yeah, yeah. The ruse, the clever, clever ruse. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was really well done. One that they were working together like so teamworky and two that they tricked everyone and then tricked so they again. could do something it that failed. thing didn't work out so they tricked everyone into thinking that they did the thing that they tricked them about right and it, it, and it worked <laughs> and it completely worked it, well to a degree no i mean well it, it how are how are they to account for uh, the wicked magic. witch of, of the west and blood magic right, right? because they have no memories mm-hmm <laughs> But I, so there's that. Yeah, you know, I am definitely glad too that uh, it, it, by the end of this episode, they know it's the Wicked Witch of the West that did everything to. Well, they figured it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. flying monkeys. Really, I love that <laughs> Emma was like the Wicked Witch of the West. Really, so says the daughter of Charming and Snow White. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hook Hook was very snarky. Well, that's because episode. Hook's feelings are hurt right now. Why do you say that? Because every five seconds, has anyone seen Neil? Has anyone has hmm. anyone heard from Neil? Yeah. Has anybody seen Neil? And he's like, "You're gonna find him." <laughs> he's in my boat, uh, which Things I wouldn't be. That wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, them teaming up, I can totally see them doing that, especially with the whole shipping wars thing. Like the writers, oh. I can definitely see them Neil and Hook team up to save Emma, Henry, so, and all of the lands. Okay, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. So Hook was already going to take off when they first got back to the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, he did. He did. We did he actually get very far? Did he actually – I mean I guess he wasn't with them when they discovered the whole castle thing. Yeah. I mean the last we saw of him, he was riding off on a horse. And, Trying uh, to find a boat. Yeah. Somewhere in the Enchanted Forest, he's, he was like, yeah. I will find my boat. And, the, and then I think he, he just said to Emma – yeah, I found it, and I sailed around, and this bird showed up. Little bird told me. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. I think he's more involved in the whole everything, mm-hmm. but he's kind of having to keep his distance from everybody because he wants to say something. Yeah, Does that I, make sense? I, yeah, definitely. I've also heard some people suggesting, and I could totally see this happening too, mm-hmm. that maybe Hook is in on it from the other end, oh. and whoever he's working with on the other end of it needs Emma there. 
and maybe he's had a change of heart about Emma, or no. maybe he's under control. See, that would or, be more. You, you know, or they have some sort of leverage on him. I don't know what that would be. Sorry. Um, I don't know. You got to remember, too, though, that, that Hook and uh, Neil bonded when Neil was a kid. And so Hook has kind of like a fatherly feeling towards yeah, Neil. Yeah, he always did. To, to a degree. Until so the whole Emma thing. Yeah, but I would imagine if, if Neil's life was being threatened, that might be a pressure point for Hook. Right. Uh, just because of the history they have and everything, too. I think, you know, he doesn't want – he still want like – loves him and doesn't really want him to die yeah he just doesn't want him to get the girl yeah he wants to get i think the that's girl. just the way they feel about each other yeah and i i mean look at it from hook's perspective too the last time he saw this guy he was it was a kid right right and then he meets this really you know Dashing hot girl man. who uh who you know kind of sweeps him off his feet and thinks hey, hey maybe i should play on the side of the angels for a while if the angels are like this and then this little boy, last he knew, comes back into the life and like, oh, I'm the father of her son. <laughs> It'd be a little weird. It would be a little weird. Okay, and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with your point here. My last one. Who is this Henry? All he does is play video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he only lived in New York for one year. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure Regina probably. I know the memories. Yeah. Also, holy uh, voice change there, Batman. Oh me? Oh. No. <laughs> I was Henry. like, I thought my voice was the same. Yeah, Henry. Henry definitely. Uh, he he grew up a little bit over the course Hold of. On, I'm offering him some of my tea. I'm sorry. I don't like it. It tastes like thin mints. <laughs> I took the tea. Okay. Yeah, but Henry's completely different. I I do enjoy him though. Right. Uh he's just he's dark and broody. I don't understand though why they don't just have Regina like, I don't know, make a puffy cloudy magic thing and and just drop the bomb on him. Hey, you're you're related to fairy tale characters and just be done with it. Instead because of how shocking would that be? Pretty shocking. I I mean, he or might not think they're all crazy cuz well, he's from New York now. <laughs> But I just I, – I don't see – I don't see the Protection. the tactical benefit to keeping him in the dark about everything, especially when they know the wicked rich witches out there running around. It won't last long. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe Henry will get turned into a monkey. Maybe Henry is the wicked witch. Oh. No. no. But actually, uh, you know what? Maybe one, he's Toto. One thing I did think uh, when – during this episode was when him and Snow were hanging out in the diner. Uh-huh. Um, Snow uh, suggested they go to the library. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe she gets him the the book, the book, and maybe that that will help lead them on a road to getting him to accept he's a fairy tale character. No, because I feel like that book would have been brought up. They had already made it to the library and back in this episode. Yeah, yeah, but he I was mean, like, so there was this library in a clock tower. Well, I'm just saying, if nothing else, maybe it was foreshadowing Henry going to the library okay. at some point and getting that book. Maybe you he'll know. go find Maleficent. If she's still – no, she's dead, right? I know. I'm just well, – who knows who's <laughs> dead? I don't believe dead is dead anymore. She got plastic surgery to look like Angelina Jolie. Can't wait. Out in theaters next weekend? No, weekend in May. After? In May? I don't know. March, May, they both start with M. It's very confusing very, to me. Very, 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 very – Very, 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 very confusing. (laughs) So I have to come up with an arbitrary (laughs) scale now. I'm 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 blanking because I I saw one of our our listeners' arbitrary scales and I feel like I can't repeat it. But you like it, don't you? I do like it. I like it a lot. Use it. You think I should? Yeah. Okay. 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 Out out of uh, 17 
No, you know what? Out of 177 stuffed monkeys, how many stuffed monkeys do you give this episode? Out of 17? Out of 177. Oh, 107. What? 177. Out of 177 stuffed monkeys. 177. It's a number. It's It's arbitrary. That's how these work. I'm going to give it 160 stuffed monkeys and one violently whipping tail. Why? Because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And when you give it such a high number, I kind of have to have a bigger buffer. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. I, I, As I've noticed our listeners starting to say in their voicemails and emails, there's always room for improvement, but mm-hmm. it's really good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. As for me, I, th- I think I'm going to give a range just because it depends. A depi- range? Well, it depends on how the whole sister storyline shakes out. If she's her actual sister, it'll be a little lower. It's going to be like 165 stuffed monkeys. And uh, if if it if it turns out that it's all just a clever ruse, I'm going to bring it all the way up there to 169 stuffed oh, monkeys. Hey. And one of those stuffed monkeys, Gus Gus. <gasps> Let's take a moment. <clears throat> Gus oh, Gus. Oh, Gus Gus, our oh, favorite Gus, character. Gus. You were in one episode. Actually, I think it was two. You're right. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to And the... now that we've lost all of our listeners because of our church singing. Oh, everyone loves us talking about Gus Gus. They also love us talking about Audible. Audible. I, and uh, Audible sponsoring the show this week as per usual. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, uh, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, if you go to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, audibletrial.com slash storybrook, it's real simple. You just put in your information. I don't think you even need a credit card. You, well, you might. You probably do. A credit card or a PayPal account, but you put it in there. You get uh, a free credit to download any book you want uh, that's a credit, and uh, you get 30 days to try it out, and you get to keep the book either way. And your Audible account, they have a lot of free offerings on there, a lot of podcasts, stuff like that. It's really awesome, too, because you can throw it on your phone. Your Zoom. Your Zoom, your iPad, your your Nexus 7. Your memory stick. Your memory stick. uh, Your rotary phone (laughs) that lights up when it rings. Yes, yes. Yes. and uh, your your game of telephone, you can play the audiobook in the background when you play tel- telephone with someone. It's a lot of fun. With the string? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, we always try and give you a couple recommendations, a couple things to try. And our listeners, and we encourage people to do this, have been writing in to greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com to give us their recommendations. Yay! And we, we got two this week from Monica Jones. I'll go ahead and read them here. Uh, the first one is a book called People of the World. It's written by Geraldine Brooks. And Monica really liked the narration by uh, Edwina Wren in this. And I'll, I'll just give you the blurb here. This ambitious, electrifying work traces the harrowing journey of the famed Sarajevo Haggadah, a beautifully illuminated Hebrew manuscript created in 15th century span. So mythology, mm-hmm. you know, it fits in with once just great. Uh, when it falls to Hannah Heath, an Australian rare book expert. Thank to- you for picking something that he struggles to pronounce, by the way. <laughs> no, I've been doing okay. Uh, when it falls to Hannah Heath, an Australian rare book expert, to conserve this priceless work, this series of tiny artifacts she discovers in its ancient binding, an insect wing fragment, wine stains, salt crystals, and a white hair. I heard wine. 
only begin to unlock its deep mysteries. And again, that's called People of the Book, and it's by Geraldine, Geraldine Brooks. Uh, these will both be up at our greetings from storybrook.com in the episode post for this episode, episode Yay! 66, I believe. Spice all cease. Spice all cease. The. Uh, <laughs> What? The second recommendation is uh, The Eye of the World, book one of The Wheel of Time. I've heard a lot of pe- – tons of people have been recommending Wheel of Time to me. I actually have a bunch of paperbacks upstairs of the first books and uh, Brandon Sanderson, I believe, continued Well, maybe if you download it on Audible, you'll actually quote-unquote read it. I could, and you know, it's a very famous series. It's one of the best. So I, I you know what? I, I, I think I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook and get my free audiobook today. Oh, wait a second. Yet. I'm not going to do it because I'm not allowed to do it because it's our ad. Uh, but everyone else should go do it. But everyone else should do it. And, and go pick up uh, People of the Book or The Eye of the World, Book One of the Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan at uh, audible.com today. And uh, we want to, uh, audibletrial.com slash storybrook, of course. And we want to thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank Greetings you, from Storybrooke. Thank you, thank you. And now, on, on to, to the, the news. News. Okay, first up, the ratings. Uh, now, it's down a little bit this week. It uh, First numbers in were 2.3 in uh, target demographic. I, it got bumped up to 2.4 after final numbers. It's down 4% from last week, but I did notice when I was looking through the ratings, it still won the night. Uh, it, originally, it had tied with Family Guy. Surpassed Family Guy this time. That's what I like to see. Definitely. Definitely. Because who likes Family Guy, right? I, I'm sure a lot of people out there like Family I Guy. I would imagine. Yes. And drink. Yes. Okay, and we also have <clears throat> some uh, stills from uh, stills from uh, next week's episode, The Tower. Here, uh, now we get a bunch. Obviously, uh, you know, spoilers. So skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want to hear this. But we get Rapunzel. She looks very scared up in her tower. Yep. yep. We get the someone. Book. We get someone who almost looks like the dark one, or is that supposed to be the Wicked Witch? I'm not sure. I think it's a Wicked Witch. Okay. But there's Henry in the book. You see Henry in the book? Henry the book and Regina with the book. See, I didn't even I didn't even watch this. And yeah, you're complete or look at these before I said that. And yeah, you're completely right. Regina's giving him the book. I, I like that. That's kind of a cool reversal yeah. on uh, on the original. And uh, we get some rumple in the cage, the witch talking to him. Some yeah. green screen work in the tower. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They they use green screen on this show? No. I had no idea. There are actually flying monkeys. I had no idea. And uh, something uh, uh, again, uh, you can get all these links at greetingsfromstorybrook.com in the post for this week's episode, episode 66. Something I, th- I found was interesting. I, th- I think maybe uh, our guest on Greetings from Wonderland this we- week, uh, Tim Peters, suggested mm-hmm. this to me. I, uh, this uh, person, I don't think her name's listed here, but she's doing a Once Upon a Time fandom survey for her site class. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You didn't tell me. Yeah, I thought about doing it like on the show during one of our hiatus episodes, but it just never came up. And then I saw it there and I was like, you know what? We should go ahead and at least mention it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but you can get the link, like I said, in our show notes. And if you want to take a couple minutes, help uh, give her a clear idea of the psychology of one's fandom, which I don't know if that's a good idea or not. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, you can definitely take part in that. And uh, thanks. I I believe it was Tim uh, who gave me that link. And uh, let's see here. Finally, we have uh, the promo for next week's episode. And uh, Walk me through it. Yeah, we see we see that hooded figure again. Uh, we see the mobile, some spinning doll heads. Uh, the Wicked Witch and Rumple are hanging out in the same room, charming and Rapunzel. Although that that could be weird. Why? 
I don't know, romantic angle. Oh, and there's the big one right there. Emma flying back through the portal tree uh, yeah. that she originally came to Storybrooke through. Right. But if you This look is when closely. we find out it was all a dream. No, go ahead. She wakes up in her cradle. Um, she looks like she is in an enchanted forest dress. Oh, yeah. She's definitely in a, like a princess dress almost, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Especially considering those promo pictures from the beginning of this season those where horrible, they, horrible they had her pictures. in kind of a gown yes. sort of deal. But no She's vest. She's the only one we haven't gotten. Well, her or jacket, rather. Ah, uh, the red jacket. Yeah, it, we, we haven't seen either of them in storybook no. garb. Storybook, yes. Yeah, it, 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 Henry even. We didn't even get him in any sort of lost boy clothes. He just wore his regular clo- yeah. clothes, except for that time that Pan took them to trick Emma. Yes, and we don't want to think about that right last now. Last season was crazy. Yeah. You mean last half season? <laughs> last half it's not season. not that long ago. I know, right? Right. Uh, but uh, and you can find all those links and uh, also a link to uh, the Wicked Tea from Anthony that we uh, drank at the beginning of the episode at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And as always, we're going to close out with a listener feedback. This is going to be a long episode, There's I can tell. There's a lot of feedback. Yeah, and we, we had to cut a bunch too, unfortunately. Sorry if yours got cut or truncated. Uh, but, yes. you know, choices must be made. Uh, the center will not hold. But uh, we love when you guys write in. So, you know, whenever you listen to an episode, definitely run, run, run to your computer and shoot us an email. Who actually has to run to their computer? Pick up your Everybody phone or your does, tablet. Everybody does or you're not going to make the cut. First Pick come, up your first phone serve. or your tablet that's sitting on your lap while you're live tweeting the episode. No, I want them to throw their phone or tablet across the room, then run to it. Are you going to buy them that's a new one? That's very important. The running's important. Trust me. Run to your computer. <laughs> email us. Please don't run. Okay, jog. Greetings from storybrook.gmail.com. You can tweet us at GF Storybrook. Uh, you can hit up our Facebook, facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook, and our voicemail number, which we pretty much always play voicemails, 424 274 2352. Again, that's 424 274 2352. And now we have a couple voicemails here to start with. I, I, I do, do want to say the, we try and keep the voicemails around a minute. Gets a little long uh, after that. I, we're going to go ahead and. P- uh, play at least a minute of them now. We might truncate them a little bit and put them at the end. We might not. We might just play the whole things now. Uh, but we'll start off with uh, Michael Lucero's uh, voicemail, which uh, we always love hearing from Michael. So go ahead. Greetings, Bill and Anne Marie. This is Michael Lucero. I just have some thoughts about the new uh, once episode Witch Hunt. They're not exactly new thoughts. Uh, you might remember that novel I wrote you about the lack of moral slash character development that was happening around the time of the. Uh, Starting to see similar issues in the storyline again, and surprise, surprise, they're yet again centered the least important issue. What is up with Wicked versus Evil? I uh, wasn't aware that there were... If I was forced to say that one was somehow worse than the other, I would say Evil is probably more of an absolute, while Wicked is not as bad, but solidly on its way towards Evil. Uh, either way, it's a very arbitrary distinction that they're trying to make, and I, I, I don't think it's one that really has any substance to it. But uh, more importantly, Regina's glee in having a person to destroy again? Uh, what? Did the writers forget the character's entire narrative arc of season one? Um, sure, Regina didn't really start to realize this until some time into season two and didn't really start to consistently act on it until the end of season two uh, slash early season three. But I don't think I'm wrong in saying that most viewers noticed the theme as early as the first season that uh, revenge and hatred are extremely unhealthy things. And, uh, you know, they resulted more in Regina's unhappiness and uh, her feelings of emptiness than anything else. 
certainly wasn't really fulfilling for her, uh, trying to, uh, quote unquote, destroy somebody uh, towards Snow White. Uh, the idea that this sort of mindset is somehow justified because its object is also evil is uh, is very simplistic. Uh, to me, it's akin to that rather tired idea that it's okay to kill in war because the enemy are the bad guys. Uh, rather black and white stuff, I'd say. I-, I do personally believe in absolute black and white, but I also think there are an infinite number of shades of gray in between. And this show very often seems to want to flatten Regina's character simply for the sake of making her a protagonist and keeping her evil at the same time. Uh, in other words, having their cake and eating it too. Uh, I'm honestly loving the mystery format that they're uh, setting up in this storyline, very similar to season one, I think, where we don't really know exactly how things happened in the past, but uh, we have them gradually re- end up liking the storyline more than any of the others since season one, if things continue in this direction. I just hope that uh, they won't continue to flatten slash simplify uh Regina's uh, moral character arc, and that maybe she'll start to realize this as she pursues her quest to destroy another person. Uh, thanks for the great podcast, and watch out for tornadoes and flying monkeys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Michael, and we Thank definitely you. will. And yeah, yeah, I definitely... <clears throat> and my voice just cracked immediately. Okay, Henry. I definitely see his point, though, about uh, like the wicked versus evil thing. I think they really did that more just so they could... Say wicked. It's more of a marketing thing yeah, with the wicked sort of... and the musical and stuff. I don't think they're going to make that a big thematic distinction. I uh, not. In in this half season, it, like like you've said, Michael, it, it's pretty thin if they do. And uh, you know, uh, Regina's happiness about it. I one, I don't think she's really going for revenge or any of those negative things that she was going for with her rivalry with Snow. I think it's really more about. The Wicked Witch said she was going to do everything she could to hurt Regina, which means going after Henry. everything that Regina holds dear, like Henry, like her newfound friendship relationship with Snow, the bonding they did over the heart and all that kind of stuff. The bonding over the heart. <laughs> the heart and the ground. And uh, so I, I think she's happy because one, being the evil queen feels like home to her. Right. And, you know, home's a big theme this half season. Uh, as the writers have said. And uh, it feels like home to her. And two, she's completely justified and she's going to get, you know. It's uh, self-defense. Rainbows and uh, unicorns, <gasps> Snow sti- White unicorn on her stickers. side with it. So, <laughs> so Rainbow I, kisses and unicorns. You know, but you, you definitely have a good point, Michael. I I, I, I disagree slightly, but uh, I, I, I think we both, uh, we both come at it from good angles. Oh, so okay. that's the important thing, right? Okay, next up we have a uh, message from Wu. Why don't you go ahead and take it away, Wu? Woo! Hey, AMD. Hey, Meeks. Really enjoyed Witch Hunt. I, I thought this was a great continuation of last week's episode. Hook stole the show in terms of one-liners. He really is the spike of the Once Upon a Time universe. Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He really is the equivalent of, on this series to what James Marsters was on Buffy. I really enjoyed the... Origin, well, not origin so much, but the explanation of who the Wicked Witch, the Wicked Witch of the West, is in relation to our main characters. I like that they're half sisters, and maybe this is going um, way off, and I'm this is a crackpot theory, but it's one that really makes sense with the return of Rumpelstiltskin. What if Cora and Rumpel? or Zelina's parents, 
And we saw at the beginning, or not the beginning, in the middle of season two, with the origins of Korra, that Rumpel and Korra did have an attraction to each other, did have strong feelings for each other. What if they made love, or in this instance, made hate, and Zelina was the result of it? And what if Rumpel doesn't know that Zelina is his daughter, but she knows that Rumpel is her father, which makes this whole fairy tale family tree thing even more confusing than it was before. Thanks, Wu. Thank and, you, Wu. And uh, one, you made me picture uh, Cora and Rumpel going at it, which uh, was just awful. Two, I can definitely see your point if yeah. she's actually the sister. They, they, that's uh, the main thing. It, it, it depends on if it's a ruse or not. Although if she is actually a sister and everything she told Regina was the complete and honest truth, then I would say She's that Rumpel – very wicked. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say I think Rumpel probably would know because she mentioned that Rumpel was a – Teacher. Well, he, he, was like, he was like going back and forth between her and Regina right. as far as uh, protege. Right. So, so I think he would know if uh, – Zelina. Well, that's because he also has the seer powers, too. This is very true. This is very true. But I thank you very much. We we always love hearing from you. And uh, you want to go ahead and – well, you know what? I'll go ahead. I was going to read the long ones. Yeah, I'll go ahead and read these couple shorties, and then Anne-Marie can uh, finish up with the long ones here. Uh, First one is from Nani, and this is concerning last week's episode. And uh, Nani says, the camera came up in several of the podcasts, the one they found in Neil's apartment. So I thought I would clarify based on my faulty memory. In the scene prior to Hook attacking Rumpel back last year when they all went to New York. Yeah, the first time. They were planning to go to a museum. They returned to the apartment to fetch Henry's camera after they ate the pizza. They did not get the camera because Hook stabbed Rumpel and they went back to Storybrooke to heal gold and confront Cora. Camera got forgotten in the rush to get gold back. Uh, thank you very much, Nani. I, I remembered that, but I'm sure there were a lot was, of people out there who didn't. Yeah. So uh, point of clarification. Gracias. You know, if people were calling that a plot hole, you're wrong. And you know it now, thanks to Nani. And, <laughs> and uh, Jamie V uh, wrote in something here too. And uh, See, this, I would say Jamie. Jamie, that's just me. Jamie, well, Jamie, probably Jamie. Jamie, I. The Jama Jama. Yami. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hami, Hami. That's a the J is the H. Okay. Um, I, as I've listened to the last couple of episodes, and and I'm thinking about the possible crossover character, I really think this character will be the knave, as he's he does not have a heart, and in once proper, we are going to Oz with a Tin Man who does not have a heart. Seems to be a no brainer. So basically, I, what they're saying here is that we've been talking a lot in Wonderland. About right. a potential crossover character, a character coming from Wonderland over to Once Proper. And uh, the Knave, who is currently heartless, uh, thanks, oh, thanks to Korra, would make a really good choice to be kind of a Tin Man in you know, a Wizard of Oz scenario that they play out in Once Proper. <clears throat> so that's an, there's many reasons why the Knave would be the best character to bring over. That's definitely one of them. And I thank you for writing it. Thank you. Okay. This letter is from Amy P. Hi, guys. Thought that this episode was great. Although although the Wicked Witch telling Regina that they were sisters was not that big a surprise. That and Rumple being alive was something that I kind of thought would happen, though I did not expect season one Rumple at the end. <laughs> I say season one because that's the last um, moment of Rumple in the cage. I, it, blah, blah, blah. This episode did leave me asking a couple of questions. One, how was Zelina 
um, able to capture Rumple. Good point. Yeah. Didn't even think about that part. Yeah. I, the only thing I can think is either she has the dagger uh-huh. or he doesn't have his powers. But I don't see him not having his powers and coming back to life. Right. <laughs> Um, he said something along the lines of, you should have never brought me back. Does he mean that she should have never brought Rumpel back to Storybrooke or, um, the out there theory of Zelina bringing Rumpel back from the dead? See, I don't think that's that out there. I don't think it's, <laughs> I think it takes a lot to get out there with the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Um, but I think back to Storybrooke, but that's mm-hmm. me. Um, two, where is Neil? My guess, he was able to send the bird to Hulk about finding Emma, therefore escaping the curse. I don't want to think that he turned into a flying monkey, but I could see it happening. He's a, he's a hairy guy already, so I could okay, totally see yeah, that. Okay. Uh, anyway, this was a great episode. Out of 20 flying monkeys being turned into stuffed monkeys, I get this 19 because there's always room for improvement. Um, also, I shall never choose a side when it comes to Hook, Emma, Neil, shipping, LOL. But I totally agree with Bill that if one of them whoop, um, goes, it will be out with a bang. Looking forward to your next mm-hmm. podcast, Amy. Thank you, Amy. And yeah, de- definitely, uh, if they lose one of those characters, they're so integral to the show now, they, they have to go out in a big, big way. I think almost anybody, mm-hmm. any of the regulars uh, or any of the main cast, it's going to have to be insane. Yeah. Oh, sorry, had a moment. Um, <laughs> okay, here, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and get this one. You got this one? Yeah, you so sure? you can get the last couple. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, did we decide Paz or Paz? I would say Paz. Paz, P-A-Z, uh, who wrote in, I believe, last week, too. Says, hey guys, Witch Hunt was amazing. I kind of saw the whole sister thing coming. You know, I'd heard some rumblings beforehand, too. When Regina said the crypt was sealed with blood magic, I was transported back to episode one, The Heart of the Truest Believer, when Neil said that Rumpel had cloaked the closet with blood magic and that family was important for dear old dad. It just confirmed what I suspected, which is a great twist. How creepy was Zelina just lurking in the diner? And what's up with the huge emerald around her neck? <laughs> it doesn't match her outfit, and apparently no one seems to think that's weird. They're from fairy tale land. What do you think? <laughs> a creepy woman looking at pregnant snow out of all people? No one has learned anything, apparently. I, you know, my personal theory for that gem yeah, on her chest? her power. No, it's not her power. That's It's kind of like a glamour or something to keep her from looking like the Wicked Witch in Storybrooke. Because no. it's colored green. Oh. Just like her skin. Oh. So I'm, th- I'm thinking that the curse doesn't affect her or the monkeys. And that that gem is being used to kind of project the kindergarten teacher persona out to everyone else. That's my theory. Okay. Uh, last but not least, Rumpel is so alive and also as creepy as before. I'd say creepier. I'd say, yeah. Uh, for some reason, when he said, you feed the medicine, it feeds on you. You have to do it in the yes, rhythm. Yes, you have to. I felt like a baby being soothed to sleep. No idea why. Uh, thanks once again for the Always Fun podcast. Uh, and then... Something in Spanish. I, I don't want to mispronounce it. Besos y abrazos. I would say that. You know what? I'm going to translate that. All right. We'll... You got to translate while I read Isabel's. And, and thank you very much uh, thank pe- you. for uh, writing in. Um, hey, guys. This episode made me realize that I really hope your Henry never gets his memories back with Wish does not come true. I don't know if it's Jared Gilmore's voice dropping or the genetic hand, generic handheld game device he has glued in, um, glued to him in half of his scenes. But memoryless Henry weirds me out. <laughs> it feels even less like an established character than David Nolan did. 
It might be corny, but without his true believerness, what even is Henry's personality? He's a smart aleck kid. Yeah, really. Oh, by the way, that meant hugs and kisses. Uh, hugs and kisses to you too, Pat. <laughs> um, did Zelina's um, – do absolutely no research on her target of revenge. That's the only explanation I have for why anyone would be jealous of Regina's life. I'm finding her motives a little bizarre right now. Hold she's on. probably just jealous of Regina's wardrobe because I mean she's still. I know that was like the first she thing. She's like, and my clothes. I had to take it in in the hips. <laughs> uh, you know that actually lends more credence to them actually being sisters. It really does. It does. Um, I'm finding her motives bizarre right now. Hopefully, we'll learn more about a past relationship with Rumpel next week. So a few issues can be cleared up on that score. Also, the imp giggle coming out of Mr. Gold's face will haunt me for weeks. True <laughs> that. Um, I laughed so much at how petty Hook sounded when he was commenting on Emma's concern for Neil. Dude, matey, does her caring about Neil as alive and or not a monkey really threaten that much? Hashtag, also, you wrote out hashtag. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, team Anne-Marie slash Swanfire all the way. Sorry, not sorry, Bill. Love you guys. I give the episode 7 out of 10 dramatic villainous family reveals. Isabel. Thank you very much, and you're wrong. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding, Isabella. Isabel. 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 She is a bell. Nice. Go ahead. Or I'm going to read – I picked this one because I knew you wouldn't want to read this one. Yeah, this is from Ash. Yep, because Ash is all about the feels, and you're not all about the feels. I, uh, I, 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 I feel some feels every once in a while. I uh, know, but you hate that phrase. It's okay. I'm entertained. <laughs> Hi, Ann and Bill. Holy flipping cow. Tonight's episode was epic. So much good stuff and info in it. I'm still processing. We get a little bit of almost everyone. Red and Bell for the win with the rest of the gang was great. Yay. And flying monkeys. Oh, my goodness. Poor little John and the Marys. Speaking of, Roland is still so cute. I know. Adorable small baby. <laughs> um, can the fields open? Sassy, sassy everywhere time to bust out the family tree graph again why am i not surprised cross his fingers that rumple won't be zelena's daddy Seriously. i have fingers on my fingers all, all my fingers and toes and uh, also my left and right ventricle across don't cross your ventricles <laughs> oh my goodness um anyone else other than the main gents i will be fine with also zelena better leave that little snowflake or charmer baby alone i i, I enjoy your snowflake um <laughs> Um, maybe due to snowing and uh, Philoras. Philoras being true love babies. Who's Philoras? Uh, Anyone? <gasps> ah, Philip and Aurora. Okay. Aha. <laughs> Sorry, it took a minute. Aha. Uh, I feel like I'd have gone Aurora, but that's okay. <laughs> um, being true love babies like Emma has something to do with it. Magic Care Bear stare powers activate. <laughs> Um, I was seriously getting weird feelings with um, Wicked Witch's Rumple and Panisms, hoping these are red herrings that picked up by Rumple as mentor and not anything else. Anywho, I have to say that this episode was epic, giving it eight monkey feathers out of ten. Scrolling, scrolling. Can't wait to see Rapunzel and Charming's Mills family and friends adventures next week. Having intense, charming feeling feels from that promo. P.S. Wonderland was a home run this week as well. Woohoo! Cheers, Ash. Woohoo indeed, Ash. Woohoo! Woohoo indeed. And it's a great letter. Pathetic woohoo. Woo! Ooh, ow. Yeah, that kind of blew out the mic. Luckily, we uh, adjust the levels before we send it out to you guys. I shouldn't have encouraged his (laughs) woohooing. Don't don't Don ask Kurtz. for don't ask for a woohoo unless you're 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 prepared to pay the price. That's what I always say. But uh, thanks, Ash, for writing in. Thanks, Again, Ash. 
If uh, you want to write in next week when you run you, uh, don't run. to your device of Just choice. Just pick up your phone. It's in your lap. You know it is. Hop on a Segway. Go to your computer. <laughs> <laughs> and email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at GFStoryBrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number, which we always play, 424-274-2352. We always try to play. Again, that's 424-274-2352. I guess we should probably head out of here before Anne-Marie goes to sleep. Uh, Apparently, I fall asleep but, recording podcasts now. I'm sorry. But we should be back. Uh, we were off a day this week in our release schedule because of Anne-Marie's trip. This and my trip. I was recovering. eating my way through Portland. Seriously, voodoo donuts. Make it happen <laughs> if you ever go out there. So good. And mothers, I'm giving promos because these people made the best chicken and a biscuit I have ever had in my life. Mm. And then I tried to make biscuits when I got home, and it was just a sad, sad state of affairs. Failure. <laughs> Such a fail. But I, Anyway, sorry. Where was I? Um, oh, yeah. We'll be back Saturday we'll be back night Saturday with Wonderland. With Wonderland, uh, with our special guest whose name – I know it starts with an M. I don't have Martin? it. Martin? Martin, I think, yeah. Yes, because they just wrote us back. Oh, did they? Yeah, we have, we have an email. Excellent. Excellent. Yep, sounds Aww. good. Martine will be joining us. Tim Peters, uh, one of our first week. guests ever, yes. joined us last week. So check that out if you haven't already. And then we'll be back next uh, Monday night, should be, uh, to discuss once, once again. Uh, <laughs> now, where can people find you online, Amory? You can find me on the Twitters at Simone. And as I've been discussing, I'm giving my blog a bit of a revamp and mm-hmm. soliciting some outs- uh, some uh, guest bloggers. But it is um, crunchy crap. No, crafty no, crunchy, crafty, and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com. <laughs> Obviously, I'm tired. I am not mm-hmm. highly caffeinated, Anne Marie. Next week, I promise. And uh, as for me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter you at can Bill Meeks. You. <laughs> you can follow on me uh, <laughs> on Twitter at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can catch me on Google Plus, uh, google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And uh, I write some books about a magical superhero named Dogboy that you can find more about at dogboyadventures.com. And I'm just going to say Dogboy Den of Monkeys. Dogboy Den of Monkeys. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm just going to say. Uh, there might be some uh, original content by me related audible picks coming up uh, in the next few That's weeks. Right. So I uh, keep an ear out for that. But I guess until next time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Storybrook. Yay, we're back in Storybrook. We are. <laughs> <laughs>